It's Mark and Shane on the Gentleman's Club. Hey everybody, Mark Myra and Shane Allen here. Welcome to the Gentleman's Club podcast. We're going to do uh, another edition of Gentleman's Club Classics. These ones are from like 2015. I listened to the last one. Post 9-11. Yeah, I listened to the last one. Man, I, I was, we were kind of not making fun of Anderson Cooper for being gay, uh-huh. but we, we were like on the verge of doing an impression of him being gay, like gay impression. Are we doing was, gay voice? No, you'll have to listen, guys. Oh. It's the last one. But every week we're going to come up <laughs> what with... What a tease. Here's the thing. We don't... I'm not going to listen to them before I load them up, which is a, a bad mistake because, look, this was from five years ago. We've changed as humans. We've evolved, okay? Sure. We're more woke. I said something Less about, employed. like, Anderson Cooper loved watching me play a snare drum with two black dicks. I think those words came out of my mouth. And that was on the podcast. On the podcast. Okay, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was on the podcast. Okay. So that's out there. Okay. So, look, I'm just saying, whatever is coming after we talk here, it was recorded five years ago, and we may say some stuff that's not as, not great. What offensive impression are we doing on this one? Sure. You'll have to tune in to find out. Sure. Um, uh, real quick, you can subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. You can follow us on Facebook. Um, then, yeah, like tell people. Tell that's, that's all we got. We just got you being able to tell people and subscribe and, you know, rate it and all that stuff. I know there's a bunch of people that have, like, put in an effort to like ha- get us ratings on iTunes because that bumps up the podcast. So, like people we don't know have been working on that. Yeah, there's something about their algorithm where if you rate and so you know comment and stuff like that, that helps boost us and everything yeah. like that. And so if you're yeah, on shout Apple- out to everybody that's like shared us on Facebook because that's that's a tough ask. Mm-hmm. I, I get that. Like, I would never share like a podcast. clogging up your feed with our shit. Like that is thank you very much. For that. V- very nice of you guys to to do that stuff. But that's that's the only way that people <laughs> know, learn about podcasts. Like, and stuff. I like so one of my friends like shared us and I like looked at her you know her post before that and the post after and it's like hey look here's some pictures of my kids yeah <laughs> and then it's like anyways check out this gentleman's club podcast and just I was talking about assholes and dicks and right shit. and then hey here's some more pictures of my kids brutal yeah so um so you you already got married but you're doing yes. your was it bridal shower stuff is coming up because you guys didn't, weren't able to do that, right? Yeah, so it's uh, it's the wife's bridal shower belated, right? Um, and I didn't... You're married. Yeah. You've already gone through all this stuff, so I've been like leaning on you for advice. Mm-hmm. She's told me that I have to go. This isn't... Uh, what? This is... I messed up mine. Well, I, did, I had to be told, too, what to do. Mm-hmm. And I still messed it up. Mm. But for, this is the, what I understand. Yeah. You're supposed to, like you're going like for the entire thing? No. Okay. Yeah. She told me I come at the end. Yes. So this is what's supposed to happen. Yeah. They do their bridal shower. Yeah. She opens up a bunch of presents, and they all have to watch her do it, and she has to go. Oh boy, I got a toaster oven. Right. I fucking hope this way, boss. <laughs> the toaster oven put it on there. Twenty gifts later, it's got an air fryer function on it. Someone else is going to get her the exact same toaster oven, and she has to pretend Fuck like she yes. didn't just get. The, she's got to go again. Oh, toaster oven, just the one I like. I don't know who this person is. I know like Italian I'm, Gollum. Yeah, I'm banging a demon. So she has to do that, and then what? You because you're a man. Yeah, you're a fu- you're a fucking man, Shane. Full blooded. You have to go in at the Small end, wainered. and you have to be like, uh, you have to go there to put all the gifts in your 
your horse and buggy and bring him home. <laughs> like reverse Santa. <laughs> yeah, you have to take... you. She needs help. She's got those little bird arms. Uh-huh. Bird, she's got wings. She's got tiny little bird, bird arms. <laughs> she's got literal wings. Yeah. So she can't carry those heavy toaster ovens. Yeah. You got to load up your, your car with all those things and you got to like... But she's also got to play it off like she didn't know you were coming, even though everybody knows you're going to fucking come. Mm. And you got to play it off like you're surprising her. Okay. Okay. Do I have to make a big thing of it? Yes. Or does it? Or does that like take away from her? Because it's like no. her day. No, you got to show. If I show up with like a four-piece mariachi band. Yeah. No, you got to. Because this is her her peacocking. She's cocking to all of her girlfriends and family. Shit. Where it's like, look how great my husband is, oh. her soon-to-be husband. And you got to be like, you got to. This is where I messed up. Yeah. I did. You you need to bring a gift. A really nice gift. I get it. You're unemployed. Spend a lot on it, though. <laughs> okay. Wait. So I'm going to a party where she's getting, getting gifts. gifts. You gotta give her and gifts. I got to show up. With, with a toaster gift. of it. Yeah. Okay. You have to bring her a gift and a huge bouquet of flowers. A $70 bouquet of flowers. Fuck me. You have to buy that shit. I'm not helping you. Um, You're talking about like a funeral wreath. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, a casket full of flowers. Fuck. You have to bring that for her. And yeah, you have to bring her a gift, and then it's everybody's gonna pretend like it's a surprise that you're there that she didn't know, and then she's just gonna be like, "Oh my god, oh boy!" And you gotta be like, "Hey, lady!" And then you gotta give her the gift, and you gotta give her the casket of flowers, and then um, everybody goes like, "Oh, she's here!" Then you're gonna say a couple jokes, and then you help um, load up the gifts. That's the that's the part I didn't do. I didn't bring a gift. I didn't bring any flowers. I brought nothing. Uh-huh. Because I didn't know. I didn't even know I had to be there at the end. Okay. So, I joked about the mariachi thing. That is a thing I'm considering. Okay. Here's another thing I'm considering. I found out that there is a service that has a couple of different fat Elvises impersonators. Strictly oh, fat? Strict, well, I don't, they didn't ever tell that they're fat Elvis, but <laughs> it's assumed. They are fat Elvis. Thinking about hiring a couple of those guys. Me dressed up as Elvis, too, showing up. She's not an Elvis fan, so I guess it doesn't really make much much sense. But she can. He it's can, really slim pickings with what impersonators you can hire in Rochester. He, he, and then he can sing Oogie Boogie Lover. Oogie Boogie Love. <laughs> Halloween. Yeah. No, I remember, Halloween I, I remember that hot Elvis song. It's like right after Blue Suede Shoes, it would come on. Oogie Boogie Blues. Love. Oogie oh, Boogie oh, sorry. Love. I already switched it. <laughs> <laughs> I know so little about Oogie Boogie. <laughs> this is some Jim Belushi bullshit. I love it. But yeah, no, okay. All right. So, would you go mariachi or fat Elvis? Fat Elvis. All right. I got to say, all right. So, I got to hire two fat Elvises <laughs> and I got to write a new song called <laughs> Oogie Boogie Love and we got to go and perform it. All right. I've got like a day to pull this off. <laughs> Oogie Boogie. Love. What are you hoping she gets, though? If from the. Yeah, the gifts. I put a saw on her. Yeah, list. no one's getting no chick is getting another like, a I saw. Think they did, yeah. Oh, what the saw? I think that's she's like pissed because oh all the stuff that I put on there, people got, and none of the stuff that she wanted is gone. She get like more expensive stuff. Uh, it just was like less fun stuff, you know. I, I can pull up our list, but I don't know. I, I like I put like I put some fun stuff on there, some like Nick Cage pillows and uh, some car, uh, you know giant cutouts of some weird Asian people from Amazon that are on there for some reason. <laughs> Have people got that? I think so, yeah. But she, you know, she got like practical shit, like 
yeah. sheets and towels and stuff, and everybody's like, oh, no, thank you. But, yeah, so that's what you got to You do have to show up. And I got to bring a gift. Okay. <sighs> Dude! Like a necklace or something. Nobody bought that toaster oven. Son of a bitch. All right, I know what I'm getting there. Toaster oven? Toaster <laughs> oven. Oh, boy! <laughs> All right, so here's the best of... Or the classics, Gentlemen's Club classics. Um, and yeah, subscribe to the podcast. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Hello, friends. Mark Myra here, Shane Allen. Welcome to the Gentlemen's Club podcast. Big show. Uh, we've got WWE superstar Luke Harper going to be calling in. We'll chat with him. He's actually from Rochester. Yeah. He's from the area and he, he lives in the area. He was hanging out. He was living in Florida. This is, it's all in the interview. I'm going to actually give you the whole interview right now and then we'll listen to it. Okay. He used to live in Florida and he's back here. Well, excited because I saw him uh, do the wrestling the last time he was in town with the WWE uh, here in Rochester. Mm-hmm. And I think he'll be back on the show this Saturday and I'm excited to see him. Well, he's, I, he's one of my faves. I remember, well, because uh, Giel, who used to work here, is now a professional wrestler the wrestler that goes by Dalton Castle, and I would go to his wrestling matches when when he did the underground stuff. So I remember seeing Luke Harper. I think he went by a different name at that time, mm-hmm. but I remember seeing him at a, at like a, a rundown bingo hall in Gates, Ooh. in front of like fifteen people, and there was like one tooth. But they all shared. They all shared like a big one, a one tooth. Well, I'm, if the wrestling thing doesn't pan out for him, I think he it would be perfect to call like bingo games. I think oh, he'd yeah. be perfect for Yeah, him. he'd be great. Yeah. Um, now, also, before that, we're going to try a new bit. It's a bad, bad late-night monologue jokes. So we're going to try our hand at those horrible uh, monologue jokes that every late-night host has to do. Well, we should probably preface, though, that we are actually trying, right? Like, this is not... Are we writing on purposely bad? Ooh, no, no, no. I'm not trying to make it purposely bad, but I we're going... At least I did. I did it, like... I'm in the mindset of uh-huh. being on one of those shows, uh, you know, Jimmy Kimmel or a Jay Leno. They're going to go out there and they're going to say this joke. Yeah. You know, I didn't. I, I kept it clean. I kept them bad. Yeah, because I've, I've listened to some behind the scenes stuff with the writers for like late night shows. And they have like a, they have to do like 40 jokes a night. They have to write it up. So I, I went to that mindset like, all right, what are some topics? I have a deadline. Yeah. It's going to spit some, some garbage out onto a piece of paper. That's how that's, I did it. That's what I got. Okay, so we're going to do that in a little bit. I want to get to this, this horrible story of a, a stampede during the Hajj pilgrimage near Mecca. Muslims, they, they, there's a pilgrimage to Mecca every single year. Mm-hmm. And the pilgrimage is to the site where somebody threw a stone at Satan. Good. I, I, th- I believe. That's what it is. That's what... That's what did it take him down? Like is, No, Satan's still around, right? Yeah, but he's got a big old welt on his head. All right, good. From what I know. Okay. But, you know, Mecca... Well, what's happening now, Muslim community and the Middle East in general... Uh, everybody in this wor- in the world is kind of getting lifted out of poverty. There's still people in poverty, but third world countries, Middle East, people are slowly being lifted. The, so there's a lot more people that can afford now to do these pilgrimages to Mecca every year. And Mecca, the area, although they've done like a billion dollar renovation to hold all these people, every pilgrimage, it's not suited to have this many people coming in. Yeah, I remember, wasn't there a story just a couple, was it last week or two weeks ago at this point? They were, there's a construction crane fell yeah. in Mecca and took out a bunch of people as like well. 200 people from a crane falling. Yeah. Like, I feel like in Rochester, if a crane falls, 
it's like, ah, crap, State Street is clogged up for a day. Yeah. You know, it's not like, oh, I got a crane fell and 200 people died. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the, there was a stampede during this pilgrimage at Mecca. And what they think is like kind of there's a bottleneck area and there's just too many people going through. And then people started getting spooked and scared and started just stampeding all over each other. Close to 800 people died. Oh over 800 people God. are injured. Yeah. It, for a st- like, nothing, it wasn't like a bomb went off. When it you said just, stampede, I thought it was like the running of a bulls. This is just people squishing other people? Yeah, this, this wasn't how Mufasa died. This oh. was just people stampeding. God. It, there, it, there can't be a worse way to go out. Yeah, just people trampling you with their... Burkas and high heels. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh. It's it's crazy just though, like how prone people are to groupthink where, you know, I, I know some of it's forced, like if there's thirty people running behind you, you gotta start running. You're not you, know, you can't just stand your ground. But mm. but it's a thing which is like, oh my god, we're all nervous. Oh, people are running, I gotta start running. And I'm just like smashing in the throats of twelve year olds as I'm trying to just run for because other people are running. Yeah, you got to avoid crowds over there, though, too. Like, it shouldn't be that dense. You know what I mean? Just, like, that many people in one area over yeah. there. Or any. I even get nervous. I went to a concert, Alabama Shakes concert at yeah. Art Park, and they didn't, like, pat me down or anything. I was like, whoa, whoa, somebody pat me down. Somebody pat yeah, me yeah. down, please. You don't know what I got. Because <laughs> I don't know what I got. Do you know what I got? I don't know what this guy's got. Well, I was my, nervous. My wife, when we went to Baltimore on the plane, she brought a razor blade onto the plane by accident. She didn't know what she had. Pat her down. Oh, man. Yeah, this is not good. Well, that's it's what's nice about America. And I know it's a different situation because we're the richest country in the world. So we have the resources and the money to do this stuff. But what's nice about America is we know general populations are, are dumb. The individual can be smart. General populations are stupid, stupid, mm-hmm. stupid, stupid. So yeah. we set we are very strict. Like you can only put you, you, you have to have buildings X amount of yards apart. You yeah. know, if you if you're gonna have if you're gonna have 500 people in a bar, it's got to be this, this many bit. exits. We we can't have a white snake concert anymore. You mm-hmm. know, we've 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 made no these indoor rules. pyrotechnics. Anymore. Yeah, we've made these rules because we know general population is dumb. People panic, and there's gonna be a Mufasa style stampedes that could kill 800 people. Whereas other countries don't really have that. Yeah, I won't be. Heading to any concerts over there in China anytime soon, well, you know, and, or taking escalators. And that people is make, for sure. you know, people make fun of the lawyers that seem to be like sue happy, you know, where they're they're just suing everybody and ambulance chasers. And I know there's a lot of like negative and ridiculous stuff that comes out of that, but I'm so glad that there's lawyers suing people because it keeps makes them the check. and it yeah it keeps it makes people afraid to let people die. Yeah. You know, was it China or Japan where the escalators are just eating people like Sarlacc pits? China. China. Yeah. yeah. Remember how people were riding escalators? Yeah, you need some lawsuits over there. They were basically planking on the ra- on on the handrails. I've never seen an escalator become quicksand like like it did. Like it just opened up and just sucked somebody down into yeah. it. Yeah. That's no fun. Would you rather go out via broken escalator or stampeded by 800 people? Because I feel like the escalator stampeded. It's really? Yeah. Uh, Cause you can get lucky with the escalator. It could be super quick or it could be like the slowest thing where it's like cartoon style where you're coming out the end of it and you're straight yeah. through it. I mean, Stampede, I feel like, I feel like it's quick. Right? 
Yeah. I mean, you're just getting it. And I guess you get the guilt from all the people who are later like, oh, I would, yeah. that's what was squishy that I was stepping on? That it was saying, Mark? Yeah. That old saying, an escalator feels no guilt. That's, yep. You know? Yeah. And they, they teach you that. They taught you that in Nam. Um, yeah. Yeah, or earthquakes in other countries. Like, an earthquake happens in in uh, in the United States. Or even, let's take other natural disasters. Earthquakes, hurricanes, Hurricane Katrina, Hurricane Andrew. Mm-hmm. Like, these are, Hurricane Andrew was a huge Huge hurricane that came through the area. Hur- hurricane Katrina. Huge hurricane that came through the area. And you know what people complain about? They complain uh, about property damage. Like yeah. in the United States. We go, oh, that was the worst hurricane ever. We had like $300 billion in damage. Whereas an uh, uh, earthquake happens in Haiti and it's like, we lost 70% of the people that live here. Just yeah. everybody just, just died, you know? It's, it's too many people, a very small area. That stuff shouldn't be allowed. I am so happy I'm an atheist right now. Just that I won't. I don't have to take pilgrimages. Like the closest that I get to a pilgrimage every year is like going to Bonnaroo, and that's an open field. You know, it's like there's no stampede. You let your you atheist run around, unless, you know, get like, some yeah. fresh air. Unless Mumford and Sons is doing an autograph session randomly, not much right. stampeding going on. All right, so because uh, that was fun and lighthearted. We are going to do our monologue jokes. So late night monologue jokes uh, here. You, you said you did like eight or nine. How many do I got? Uh, one. Yeah, I got like ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I got eight. Okay, so you started off. And here's the deal. Because we don't have a laugh track, I found a bunch of Donald Trump quotes. And that's going to kind of be like our rim shot. So you'll hear like... Uh, you have been amazing. Thank you. Okay. I so like th- it. So yeah. that'll be like, good job, you know? Yeah. You have been amazing. Thank you. All right, and then, and then we'll go. So you say a joke, and then you'll get the Donald Trump hit at the end of it uh, as your laugh track. All right, first one. Washington crowds cheer Pope as he calls for climate action. Quote, a problem that can no longer be left to future generations. Then when he was asked about letting women become priests, he said, quote, we're going we're gonna to keep on putting that one off a little bit longer. Life sucks. You know that? <laughs> That's like, a good one. Yeah. Good. Okay. My my next or my my first one is also a Pope joke. Okay. <clears throat> In a historic speech to Congress, Pope Francis tackled climate change and immigration. He was then quickly tackled by the INS for being here without a visa. Ladies. Oh, that's, that's it. it. That's oh, awesome. good. By Donald nice, Trump. Nice, nice. Okay. I got another Pope joke. Okay. Hit me. Pope Francis calls for balance, end to the death penalty, and acceptance for refugees at Congress. Or as Fox News reported, it's getting hard to tell the difference between the Pope, Bernie Sanders, and Karl Marx. You're fired. Nice. Good. I think we could do it. Yeah. All right. According to a new study, Mississippi is the most obese state in the country. Ooh. Experts say it's because they never miss a sip. Or a bite, for that matter. One hundred wow. billion dollars. <laughs> no. That's that was good. All right, uh, I got this. Is a longer one. Following the scandal surrounding the emissions of its diesel cars, the VW CEO Martin Winkercorn resigned today. Uh, to make matters worse, after a long speech thanking his employees for all the hard work, he shouted, "Punch bug, no punch back," which is terrible because now he gets to punch everyone. Because as we all know, no takesies backsies. Help me, Brandy. This is a little long. Yeah, that was, this is really long. That was okay, really long. all right, I got one. Okay. Uh, Reds, Sox, Slugger. What, what are we doing? Keys? Oh, okay. Got the keys? All right, all right. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm in the middle of my monologue sorry, here. Sorry, sorry, no. I'm locked in. I'm ready. Talk. All right. 
Red Sox slugger David Ortiz says if he wasn't a pro baseball player, his dream job would be porn star. Wow. Nice. It's true. That's true. Instead of itching to get to first base, he'd be itching after he got to third. Oh! Meatloaf. I actually like that one. Meatloaf. All right, what do you got? Following the scandal surrounding the emissions of its diesel cars, VW CEO Martin Winkercorn resigned today. Tough day, but judging by his name, he'll have a long career ahead of him as a Game of Thrones character. Are you gay? <laughs> Good. Martin Win- Winterkorn. Win- Winterkorn. Winterkorn. Got it. Okay. Delicious. <clears throat> a Taco Bell employee in Sandusky has been fired when a picture surfaced with his hands down his pants while working. This is true. This mm. is true. Mm. The manager said it's unsanitary, disgusting, and smells terrible. But that's enough about the food here. It's sad to see him go. Who cares? Perfect. I like Are the e- Donald Trump quotes helping? I like I like that you're doing like the that's true. It's I'm true. talking to the yeah, 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 I'm working the audience. Right. You have to do the whole Conan thing. Yeah. Uh, a Harvard employee was accused of spending eighty thousand dollars of university's monies to buy Legos and iPads for his home. He said that the spending started out small but then got out of hand when he kept on having to replace that one goddamn piece he had just two minutes ago. Are you an anti Semite? Good. Yeah. All right. A new survey shows that <laughs> a new survey shows that if you want to be successful at work, this is the worst one. Okay. A new survey shows that if you want to be successful at work, you should talk in your shirt. Mm. You want to look clean, crisp, and professional while trolling Facebook on your company's dime. Are you a homosexual? I could hear. I could hear Jimmy Fallon say yeah, that one. That's a good one. A uh, Harvard employee accused of spending $80,000 of university's money to buy Legos and iPads. It's officially the most misappropriated funds anybody's ever spent to keep their virginity. Have you ever had sex before? Oh, oh Trump. wow. Trump would make a great third mic. We need to sign in here. <laughs> All right. Um, this one. No, no. I stand corrected. This is the worst one. Okay. Okay. A PETA lawsuit claims that a monkey actually owns the right to a selfie it took that has gone viral. Monkey took its own selfie. Wow. They're willing to go to court, but will settle the suit for a crate of bananas. I know guys who were married for 20 years and left with a guy. Yeah, that's really bad. <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, last night, Jimmy Kimmel reunited Keenan and Cal in a Good Burger spatch. Uh, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon? Did yep. I say Kimmel? <laughs> yeah. All right, whatever. Jimmy Fallon did that. So which late night host is talking about another late night host uh, in this monologue joke? Let's go with whoever is the late, late show host. Oh, British guy. Yeah, British okay, guy. British he's, guy. Re- he's really grabbing us straws. Uh, which was uh, great. Is an awesome reminder that everything that you liked as a kid was actually terrible. You feel badly? All right. A new study shows that CrossFit workouts may actually be causing you to get injured. Who knew that tossing a ta- tractor tire with a car battery hooked up to your nipples while slimming through your own urine could be dangerous? Mm. Being fired is never fun. What's next? Uh, last night, Jimmy Fallon re- reunited Keenan and Cal in a Good Burger sketch. Based on his popularity, Fallon will continue to get viewers by tapping into 90s nostalgia. In fact, tonight, he has an exclusive interview with the talking Olmec head from the Legends of the Hidden Temple. And you didn't have the brain power to go and just like. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, we're running out of Trump quotes here. I have one more. I got one more too. Oh, that wow. Wow, we're all in sync today. So, this, 
okay, this is actually, this gets a, breaks down some fourth wall here. All right? Because oh, okay. I'm on the show. I'm right. the host. All yeah. right? All right. The song Happy Birthday is no longer copyrighted and is part of public domain. This is actually true. This is true. Mm-hmm. We're also making budget cuts here, so I think we found our new theme song. What do you get? Nice. All right. Nice. Hit us. End off strong. End nope. off strong with the monologue. Gonna jokes. be ending, uh, ended with a limp. Here we go. All right. Uh, this week, Kim Davis told Megyn Kelly on Fox News that she'd never grant uh, a gay a gay marriage license. I'm getting a call. Yes. Uh, thank you. Uh, I just won the award for the most Republican sentence ever. One hundred billion dollar. All right. There it is. Late wow. night monologue jokes. Here. I think we're hired <laughs> on the Gentlemen's Club. Uh, well, let's get into the the interview. Got a WWE superstar. Uh, what's uh, Luke Harper? Uh, Luke Harper. I, look, he's he went by Brody something. Fuck. <laughs> I, Luke Harper. Yeah. Hey, Luke. Hey, man. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Very good. So I think uh, I think we have a mutual friend, uh, uh, Dalton Castle. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. He used to he used to actually work here. I, I thought he worked up. I wasn't sure which station he worked for. Yeah, this is the one that that he used to uh, to work for. Now the, the show is. What's that? Ninety four one. Yeah, ninety four one, man. Okay, okay, gotcha. Now uh, the the show in, in Rochester is on Saturday, right? Yes, correct. So see, he's getting married on Saturday. So yes, you're not is. you're not going to be in the wedding. I am not. Oh man, come on! <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm in the wedding for Dalton Castle. He, oh, nice. Yeah, and he, uh, like, he told me he's like, "Dude, we got we got coral pants," which you know is I feel like guys can pull off coral, at least some guys, you know. <laughs> I, and some. I and I went and bought them, and they're like baby pink. And, of course. And, yeah, and I, I can't. I don't think I. I know he can pull off baby pink. Yeah, he would do nothing else. But I can't pull off baby pink. So, uh, give it your best effort. Yeah, well, I'm I'm gonna have to wear them, you know. <laughs> so you're 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 from the area. You're from Rochester, right? I am born and raised here. Now, do, do you still live here, or did, I did do? You... I ju- I moved back uh, last year. Oh, so I live okay. Here now, where were you living before? I lived in Tampa and Orlando. I mean, that's kind of it, it's it's we- I mean, I, it's weird to me because I, I I don't know much about wrestling, but that's kind of like the hub of wrestling, isn't it? Like that is Florida where the uh, performance center, WWE performance center, is located. So yeah. I was down there for those two years. Right. So is there one you prefer? You like coming back home, or how's Florida? I I love being home. Florida is too hot for me. Right. My wife uh, differs greatly on that opinion. She likes Florida. She loves Florida. She's a D- Disney kid. See, I mean, I've I've never really been to Florida too much. I've dr- I've driven through parts of it, and I've been here and like to Florida here and there. It just seems like. Um, there's some good parts, you know, like Miami, obviously, nice uh, metropolitan area. But you drive between places and, like, in the panhandle and whatnot, and it's like, wow, this there's is... nothing. Yeah, this is, like, just swampland, and... It's a little bit like Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> which is not a good thing, per se. Right, it's just people that, like, kissing people that have the same genetics as them. Right. <laughs> I mean, if that's what you're into, fine, but right. not my cup of tea. <laughs> um. So, why are, do you have any kids with your wife? I do. I have one child named Brody, three years old. Nice. Is it is it tough when uh, you're on the road, or do they come along with you at all ever? Or? Um, the worst part is leaving every week, but um, this 
weekend, actually. I'm in Toronto, Rochester, and Syracuse, and then Buffalo and Albany. Oh, nice. So they will be with me for the entire loop, and I'll actually be able to sleep in my own bed. That's good. Every night. So very rare and very, uh, I'm cherishing it. Right, and and you've been you've been doing this for a while, not not just in the WWE, but obviously you got to you know earn your stripes uh, and moving well, up and stuff. And you were even you used to wrestle in Japan, right? I did. Uh, Fourteen years I've been doing this now. Um, I kind of got my name made in Japan around 2010, 2011, right before I signed with WWE. Um, that was probably my favorite experience up until that point. Mm-hmm. Well, what is is it a different style of wrestling in Japan compared to you know WWE wrestling or wrestling here in the states? Um, actually, I think that the Japanese style is coming kind of uh, rearing its head in WWE lately. Uh, it's more physical, more athletic, uh, harder hitting. So, if you watch WWE right now, I would say that that style is starting to mimic uh, the Japanese style. Oh, okay. Which is okay with me. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you were doing it for so long, right? Or, right. or, or wrestling with people that did it. Is there a lot of Americans in Japan that wrestle, or was it like you're the only American there, everybody else is Japanese? On the tour that I was on, uh, there was two other Americans, and actually one of them is Neville, who was in uh, WWE now. Um, so we've been friends for a while. But it was just us, two or three guys from America, and the rest um, was part of the Japanese company. Yeah, does it is it I mean is it hard living in Japan a lot of cultural differences and obviously language barrier uh, or at least spending not maybe not living but spending lots lots of time there honestly I loved it um, the hardest part was being away from home for so long because we would do three or four week tours but um, there's a place called Yoshinoya over there which has beef bowls and is legitimately my favorite food uh, anywhere on earth so I kind of gorge on that a lot and um, outside of wrestling being so much fun, I mean, you just have a lot of downtime. A lot of times, like, you know, go to Tokyo and just, we had fun. And like I said, Yoshinoya cannot be topped by America. They have tried. They brought it here. Yeah. But it's not the same. Not the same. All right. No. Not the same. Um, so wrestling uh, for 14 years, wrestling in Japan, um, and wrestling not always in the WWE, was there any... Like when you when you started wrestling for the WWE, any culture shock or any difference you felt like going uh, going into the WWE? Um, re- wrestling is kind of a universal language, so um, it's all it's all kind of the same to me. WWE was always my ultimate goal, but you know, it was out of reach for a long time. Mm-hmm. But when it came within reach, you know, when I went there and got there, <clears throat> like I said, it was a universal thing to me, and it, it's just wrestling is wrestling, so. Whether I do it in Japan, whether I do it in Germany, whether I do it here locally, or in WWE, to me it's the same. Just there's tons more eyeballs seeing me do it in WWE. Sure, sure. So the, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So the show is this Saturday at the the Blue Cross Arena. What what can we expect going on? I am going to wrestle Chris Jericho, uh, who is kind of a legend in our business, mm-hmm. and I am threatening to break his legs. Oh, okay. Oh, so like- I mean. If you want to see a man's legs get broken, or at least see me attempt to do it, then um, come, on out. come to the Blue Cross Arena yeah. on Saturday night, starting at seven thirty. Yeah, we've been uh, we've been giving away tickets for the last month or so. You can check it out the zone nine four one dot com. Uh, get all the info there. Uh, Luke, thanks for uh, giving us a call and chatting for a little bit, man. Thank you, and uh, tell Don Castle that he's making the biggest mistake of his life. I'll, I'll let him know, and uh, enjoy your time home. Thank you very much. All right, dude. Bye.
Are you an anti-Semite?